Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It's Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the top three issues the Senate is looking to take up ahead of the Easter recess. Number two, Jared Kushner is testifying before the January 6th committee today. And number three, Joe Biden's search for a fix on gas prices. All right, Jake, let's get into it. All eyes are on the Senate here. And uh, there's going to be a logjam of of issues that the Senate is trying to take up and trying to finish before the end of next week. Yep, that's there's three big issues: the Supreme Court uh, nomination of Ketanji Brown Jackson, uh, COVID relief, and the Russia oil ban and trade relations. Let me talk about. SCOTUS first. Um, so Tom Tillis yesterday, a member of the Judiciary Committee who was seen as a possible yes vote, said he will vote against Ketanji Brown-Jackson, which all but guarantees the the, the um, nomination is going to log jam in the Senate Judiciary Committee. So what does that mean? In a 50-50 Senate, if there's a tie vote in the committee, uh, which is not unusual, they have to pass something called a motion to discharge, a motion to discharge that nomination and um, uh, get it to the floor. So Schumer has to do that on Monday. Um, then he has to also have a vote on it on Monday. So on Tuesday, Schumer could file cloture to bring the, the debate to a close. Thursday, he could have a vote on cloture. So the earliest a vote is going to be on Ketanji Brown-Jackson is Thursday. That So that's a big chunk of the week right there. That doesn't mean they can't do other things, and that's good because there are two other things to do. COVID relief. Um a big group, including Chuck Schumer, Richard Burr, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Roy Blunt, all met with uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday to try to get a COVID relief package. They are still haggling over these pay-fors, these, uh, how you're going to bud- ha- budgetarily offset the legislation. Now, um, it seems like this this package has... Um, has shrunk, at least in Republicans' minds, from $15 billion to $10 billion. That is... I, I we'll have to see if that's something Democrats could could live with. We were told that this is actually the 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 negotiations are not going as swimmingly as as they would like you to believe, and I believe that. Uh, and then number three is the Russia oil ban and trade relations. So the Senate's still wrestling with this bill to to codify into law Joe Biden's ban on Russian oil imports, Russian and Belarusian oil imports. Um, and uh, but there are holds on this legislation and. Um, that needs to be worked out. There's going to need to be some sort of amendment process worked out. So, Anna, week before a recess, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and maybe Friday, unlikely Friday, but who the hell knows with all these things going on, I'm not surprised that this is all kind of coming to a head. It's very, it's very Senate, Jake, yes, if I do say very, so myself. It's very Capitol Hill, because if it were the House, they'd be working on a Friday, but it is Thursday today, and I can't imagine that the Senate is going to be in tomorrow. Uh, today is the Senate Friday, as we say. Yes, absolutely. And I just want to note on this, I mean, it, you know, as they're working through this, uh, for all of our listeners' awareness, the White House and Schumer suffered an embarrassing defeat last night when a trio of moderate Senate Democrats joined with all the Republicans to tank Labor Department nominee David Weil. Weil was nominated to serve as L- the Labor Department's wage and hour division administrator. 
It's the first Biden-era nominee to go down to defeat on the Senate floor. Um, you know, just interesting to watch. Certainly uh, a lot of industry was focused on this. Um, but the fact that Democratic senators Kirsten Sinema, Mark Kelly, and Joe Manchin, all three joined with Republicans to block his nomination from moving ahead, um, you know, in, an embarrassing defeat, as I said, at the top of that. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. The January 6th committee continuing to do its work. Uh, and today is a big day for the committee. Jared Kushner, former President Donald Trump's son-in-law and top White House aide, will testify remotely uh, to the committee today. Kushner is the highest ranking Trump aide to testify to the panel so far. He is appearing voluntarily and has not been subpoenaed. Yeah, um, that's interesting to me that he's not appearing under a subpoena. Um that signals to me he doesn't I mean not speaking speaking broadly here <laughs> um most people who appear voluntarily don't believe they have anything really to hide um interestingly enough Kushner was on his way back from Saudi Arabia at the time while the attack was going on. Uh, that's been reported. He did not go back to the White House that night. That's also been reported by ABC News among other folks um you know, I, I, I'm not entirely sure what the committee thinks they're going to get out of Kushner here. Um, uh, but, I, you know, they've interviewed, you know, I think hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. So they're trying to create a a catalog of um, everything that ever happened to or everything that Donald Trump, Trump thought of about about the election, I guess. So that's probably why they're going after him. But uh, among the among everybody uh, uh, that they're interviewing, this is probably the it's the most interesting because it's the closest into Donald Trump's circle. But it's the least interesting because I, I he wasn't there that day. You know, most of the people that most of the people that we've that we that we've seen testify in front of the committee are testifying about his mood, about his whatever, uh, about what he was thinking that day. It doesn't seem like Kushner is going to be able to give much on that. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, gas prices. Uh, obviously, the country is reeling from soaring gas prices, and President Joe Biden is trying to figure out what to do. Uh, part of that search, he is now considering a plan to release as much as 1 million barrels of oil per day from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserves over the next six months. That would be a very big uh, change in policy. I, you know, kind of interesting to see how the Hill has been focused on this issue, trying to figure out if there's legislation that they can do. But this would be, you know, something from the White House that would be a pretty big statement. Yeah, a million barrels a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve will be positioned by Republicans as desperate. Democrats will probably be happy by it, but it'll push, I think, in my in my estimation, it'll push Democrats to really step on the gas pedal, so to speak. <laughs> no, no pun intended there. Um, uh, to kind of put up their own legislation to deal with gas prices. A few realities, I think, worth pointing out. Um, number one. Uh, the new Quinnipiac poll is uh, shows that the plurality of Americans blame Biden for gas prices. Forty one percent of those responding to a new Quinnipiac poll say the Biden administration's economic policies are to blame for a rise of the pump. Thirty nine percent of independents blame Biden. Just twenty four percent of those polled say the high prices are due, due to the war in Ukraine and sanctions against Russia. That's uh, not great um, uh, for Biden, who has been trying to blame this on Vladimir Putin. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, something that we are going to be watching and covering quite a bit. And the fact that you see also, you know, the House Democrats trying to come up with their own legislation. They're also hauling in oil company executives next week to talk about high prices. Um, so, you know, this is going to be an issue that Democrats know they're going to have to talk about, figure out a way forward on ahead of the midterm elections. Uh, before we let you go, just want to remind you that Jake and I are going to be interviewing Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell this morning at 9 a.m. We are fully committed in person, but you can watch virtually. You can sign up at our events hub at punchbowl.news. With that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Leave us a, a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.